everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. But did you know that you can join Ask the Tarot live every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern on Spotify Greenroom? That is right, live. All you have to do is download the Spotify Greenroom app and sign up for free or use your Spotify login to join. You can also click the link in our series or episode descriptions. Once you're there, follow Ask the Tarot and tune in every Thursday at 9 p.m. to hear what the tarot has to say. Hey, I'll even read your questions live. You don't want to miss that. Download Spotify Greenroom for free today and join Ask the Tarot live every Thursday. Hello, everybody. I'm two minutes late. I'm so happy you're here. It's so fun to get here and see a whole bunch of people just waiting for the tarot excitement to start. Thank you so much for being here. I am Michelle T. You are at Ask the Tarot. Um, and this is a live tarot show. I'm a tarot reader. I'm the host of the podcast, uh, Your Magic. I wrote a book called Modern Tarot. And if you would like your tarot cards read today, I'll pull some on, you know, whatever's up for you. You can either raise your hand and I'll try to get to you, right? I can't get to everyone, you guys. I wish I could. It, it truly pains me. Um, if you'd also like to be a little more anonymous, feel free to shoot me a DM over on Instagram where I am at Michelle Tease, T-E-A-Z. And every week, we're here every Wednesday, 6 Eastern, 9 Pacific. I do a mix of folks who are live in the room with us and people who have sent in these questions and are now here listening and hoping. Um, but before I get started, I need to, again, really give you guys a PSA about the scammers that are happening over on Instagram. I've talked about this before. There are people on Instagram, terrible, criminal, manipulative, gaslighting people who are cloning the accounts of prominent tarot readers. And then what they do is they friend you and then you're like, oh, wow, Michelle's friending me or, you know, whoever is friending you and you accept it. And then you're going to get a little message from them saying, Dar they're going to speak in this like melodramatic language. They're going to be like, darling, beloved, the spirit has moved me, you know, to give you a tarot reading and they're going to try and hustle you super intensely, super fast to give them money um, on, you know, a, a cash app or PayPal or Venmo. They're going to try to get you to do a text reading with me. And I'm really talking a little more about this because I just, you know, ha had a little hang with somebody who this happened to and they, they got suckered for it because we actually had a pending tarot reading. So, you know, they were a little more vulnerable. But it's really awful what these folks are doing. We're going to do a show about it on Your Magic. But I just want to say they are doing things like really studying my <laughs> Instagram so that they can talk to you as if they're really me. It's the creepiest thing in the world. It really is. So I just want to tell you guys, I will never... DM you asking you if you want a tarot reading. Never, never, never will I do that. And never will any real tarot reader do that. That's just not how we work, okay? So please know this. Tell your friends when you're talking about tarot with your friends, just be like, oh yeah, and by the way, like if anyone ever emails you asking you if you want a tarot reading, the answer is go to hell, you criminal scammer, okay? Yeah, don't get got. Listen to Vera. Always listen to Vera. All right, I'm going to start tonight um, after that rant. I guess I've already started. <laughs> I have this really interesting reading uh, card that came in, question that came in that's about 
the cards, right? It's not a, it's not an advice question, but it's very interesting. And it made me think a lot about uh, liking different tarot cards and disliking different tarot cards. Here we go. Wondering if you can offer guidance about a card that gives me trouble. Lately, the strength card has come up for me in readings across a couple different decks. I know it's meant to be a good card. How about real strength is about working with taming, harnessing the animal nature through gentleness and compassion. But everything about it rubs me the wrong way. I have nothing against compassion and kindness as strength, but I'm a cis woman in a caring profession who was raised Christian. Well, I, I can see where this is going. And grew up surrounded by evangelical visions of proper womanhood that looked a lot like this card. I don't want to be calm and compassionate and tamed all the time. Do you have any advice on how to read the strength card when you'd much rather be the lion than the lady? <laughs> what a great question. Um, and then she lets us know she's a Taurus sun, Libra moon, Scorpio rising. Oh yeah, that Scorpio rising is like, I want to be evil. That's your theme song for that Scorpio rising. But I'm sure it's a little more complicated than that for you because your Taurus sun and your Libra moon are, are ruled by Venus. And there is a sort of, you know, love and peacefulness in there. So I have a few things I want to say about this. The first is, you know, you don't have to be these things all the time. You don't have to be calm and compassionate all the time. You yourself has, have said, you know, compassion is a virtue. Kindness is a virtue, right? So, you know, sometimes that card comes up when there's a situation in our life that's making us have to think about that, okay? Like it's wanting us to like chill out a little bit, you know, like tone it down a little bit for the moment. It's not a lifestyle. It doesn't want you to be a evangelical lady who's, you know, I don't know, you know, being subservient to her husband and just, you know, raising children. Like, it's not about that. So this is a, this is a situation where you are projecting a little bit onto the card, which is understandable. Um, tarot is really personal and really intimate. And we tend to bond hard with some cards and then feel really, you know, repulsed by others. Like I have a hard time with the hermit card, but sometimes the hermit card comes up for me. And it's usually a moment where I have to reckon with my aversion to being alone, right? So maybe this is coming up because you have to reckon with your aversion to being um, sort of reined in and tamed, right? It doesn't necessarily mean that it's telling you to do that. Sometimes the cards come up when, you know, we're being called to think about these concepts, right? And these ways of being, um, you know, and here's the thing, like a, a lot of times with the strength card, we're not trying to completely defang that lion, right? I actually want to refer you, maybe it'd be really great for you to try reading with the Toth deck, which is the deck that I use in this, uh, in this event every week, Ask the Tarot. I use the Toth deck. In the Toth deck, uh, Crowley, who also did not want to be <laughs> uh, gentle and compassionate all the time at all, even as he acknowledged that, you know, love is the way, love under will, Right. Um, love is the law. So he changed the strength card to the lust card because he believed that those animal passions were meant to be, you know, um, nurtured and respected and loved. And I do think that that is the true meaning of the strength card. It's not about like you bad lion, go turn into a domestic cat and sit in the corner and play with, you know, a ball of yarn. No, it's like, we have all of these powers. We have sex powers and we have power powers and we have passionate powers. And we, you know, we have, you know, a lust for vengeance in our hearts sometimes, right? We have the desire to do bad things sometimes, right? 
to be naughty or to be evil. You know, we, we are, we're, we're really complicated. So it's not about the last thing you want to do is take that evangelical Christian root of that is so hypocritical and, you know, not human and pretend that we don't have these impulses. It's about learning about what these impulses are for us. How do they come up in our bodies and our psyches? What does it mean to us? How can we indulge them in a way that is safe for ourselves and safe for others, right? So I think, you know, the strength card is daring you to, you know, get really deep with it and to define it on your own terms. you know, it is, there are times when we really do need to be calm and compassionate. And then there are times when we do need to let the lion out of the cage. Oh, Connor takes it to dinner once a month. I love that. Take your inner lion to dinner. <laughs> oh, that's so great. Okay. I hope that was helpful. I'm going to see who's got their hand up in in the room and I am going to call on Kelsey. Kelsey, here you are. Oh, oh. and oh, wait, I got to turn my sound as I do this every week. Hello. Hi, can you hear me? I can hear you great. Thank you. Awesome. Um, wow. Thank you so much for picking me. Um, sure. I, so here's what's happening. Um, I have a question around like housing and like where I'm going to be living because I'm really trying my best to move out soon. Um, so I was hoping to do like a general vibe check on this one potential place that I might okay. end up at in Camarillo and uh, the place where I'm living at now, because I, I currently live at home with my parents, unfortunately. Okay, so you want to see, what does it look like for you to move to Camarillo, mm-hmm. to this one place? I'm, I'm shuffling on that one right now, so think about, think about that spot. Think about, you know, what you like about it, what you don't like about it, what would be hard, what would be easy. Um, I am mm-hmm. shuffling on Camarillo, and I'll pick three cards. Okay, and now I'm going to shuffle about you remaining at home with your parents, you know, certainly not forever, but for, for now, you know, shelving this Camarillo idea, what does it look like for you to recommit to where you are for, for now? Um, and I'm shuffling on that. So you think about, you know, what is smart about that, what is hard about that, what you like, what you don't like. Okay. Let me see. So for Camarillo, it looks good. And for staying home, oh goodness. <laughs> do, do you have an interesting relationship with your mom? Like who doesn't, right? But it's like for staying home, you have the Empress, which is the big mom card. And like, I'm guessing, are you, are you living with your mom? Yeah, I'm living with both of them. Okay. I mean, um, you know, it's the luxury, you got the empress, which is, you know, my guess is there's probably some real benefits to living with mom, you know, Um, and one of them certainly is the 10 of of discs, which popped up, which is the wealth card. So you're certainly, you know, saving money there. um, And that looks significant, actually. And it's really interesting. The middle card here is the four of cups uh, in the Crowley deck. It's called luxury. And it's just sort of about um, an emotional situation that's mostly good, but it just kind of feels like it could go south at any minute, right? It doesn't, it's hard to trust, you know? And there's just probably something, um, you know, it's just emotionally unsettling for you to be living at home. Um, You know, and my guess is there's lots of reasons for that. This card, this luxury card is moon and cancer and cancer's family. And this is like a lot of family. Um, And even though it does probably um, ultimately 
feel nice with that Empress card. And we love the Empress um, and saving money is great. So the cards for moving to Camarillo are also good. Um, you have the Ace of Cups, which is about a new beginning. Like you're really starting and it's a new emotional beginning. Like I wonder, you know, how much of a sort of emotional reliance on your fam has, has sort of um, been fostered through living with them. So I think that there's something about you know, like, whoa, like it's, it's almost like you're out on your own again. It's like a second, you know, new adulting moment for you. Um, but it looks really good. I mean, the Ace of Cups is beautiful, right? The Prince of Wands is your next one. And oh my God, it's really funny because the Prince of Wands is like the party prince, right? He's Leo. So he loves parties. He loves sex, romance. He loves, you know, art. He loves just, you know, living this big, full, fun life. And my guess is that showing up is saying like, you're going to get to have all of that in a different way in this place, right? Like you'll be able like to have sex in the house that you live at, right? You'll have romance. You can have a party, you know, you can have people over, you can, you know, decorate it and be artful within it in, in the way that you want. And that's going to be really powerful and fun for you. Um, your final one is the Knight of Swords, which is interesting. I mean, that's about being really focused and um, there's also a, there's three little uh, birds that fly alongside this character and it's said to represent, you know, support. So I'm wondering if that's like, are you going to have roommates? Um, is, does this mean like you're going to be able to entertain more at your house, right? And have things like that um, going on. Or it, it could also be your, your family, you know, supporting you and, you know, not holding you under their roof, but still holding you in their hearts and helping you get out of there. Is this resonating? It's resonating a lot. Absolutely. I mean, here's the thing. Usually in a reading like this, where you're choosing between two options, I do look towards a, a major arcana to sort of lead the way. But when the question is like I, about you living at home and the major arcana is like the big mom card, I'm not necessarily seeing that as like, yes, you should stay there. I think it's just saying that, um, you know, the mom energy, my guess is that it's really sweet. It's almost very seductive. Like you could fall back into it and, and like never grow back up again, sort of. Um, sometimes it's sweet, but other times it could be sour, if you know what I mean. I do know what you mean. And I think that's that luxury card where it's like the, the cups are beautiful. Everything's beautiful, but that water is choppy, you know? So yeah. And, uh, but you know, between the sweet times and the saving of the money, a very good deal, right? You could put up with that luxury card and you could put up for it. You could put up with it for a little longer, but it's almost like, you know, I don't know. I'm asking the tarot that, and I'm getting these other cards that are about like not making a move and being indecisive. And I think you just need to get yourself out of there. That's what I, that's what I think this is saying. Mm -hmm. That Prince of Wands, it wants its own space. You know, he wants, he wants you to party a little bit and have like a new, a new reckoning with, with your own self and your relationship to yourself. Okay. Thank you. This has been really helpful. I asked this question expecting um, a negative response. I feel like I'm trapped between like a rock and a hard place right now. So I'm very like pleasantly surprised that I got actually nice cards. <laughs> yeah, they are nice. And I mean, you know, I don't know, you could stay in the, in the like seductively, you know, easy nest of your family for quite a long time if you choose that. Um, and again, you know, like it, at least what's good is that you're not in a rush to move out. But if you have found a place and it sounds like you have, um, go set it up. 
Awesome. Thank you so much, Michelle. You're so welcome. Good luck to you. Yeah, I see Hendrika in the chat saying, go out and explore yourself. That's exactly what that energy is with the, the Prince of Wands and the Knight of Swords. Like, yeah. And even with that Ace of Cups, like have a new, get to know yourself all over again, right? Um, so good luck with that. Okay, you guys, this question. Listen to this question, okay? My bisexual witchy best friend since I was 13 is expressing turfiness in the name of the goddess work and it's freaking me out. So I want to pause here because I I don't know if if um you are all if you all know what the the heinousness, the cultural heinousness of turfiness is, but the acronym turf stands for trans exclusionary radical feminist. So it's people, by and large women, cis women, of course, obviously, um, who under this false banner of a so-called radical feminism uh, are horrible tranemies. They're terrible to trans women. They're also not good to trans men, but they're real. the real focus of their, you know, violence is, is trans women. So um, how awful. <laughs> I want just you to make sure you understand the severity of this question. So yes, so this person's bisexual witchy best friend is expressing turfiness in the name of the goddess who, oh my God, give me a break. The goddess is a trans woman. Okay, anyway, do I just ice her from my life? Because I feel like that's the only option. Sidebar note, she had 22 years sober and just relapsed on mushrooms, acid, and whippets at a tantric workshop in Miami. Oh my God, whoa, what a car crash of chemicals that is in this person's body. Holy crap. Okay. Mushrooms, acid, and whippets, and delusional fake goddess bullshit, and tantra, and Florida. Let's blame Florida while we're at it. Mm -hmm. The last thing this person says is, she was the person I followed into the rooms, which means the, the querent here is also, you know, is a sober person, and this person you know, initially was an inspiration. So, so, okay. You know, on one hand, I'm just going to give you the Michelle T advice first, which is like, yeah, you do just ice her from your life. It's sort of um, a, a big deal breaker, you know, somebody being a turf, somebody being racist, you know, it's like, sorry, go away. Uh, when you have figured out your heinous wrongs and want to make amends, come talk to me. So, that's Michelle's advice, okay? <laughs> but, you know, you asked the tarot. So here we go. Um, let me see. What does it look like if you, yes, ice them from your life, which there's a lot of benefit to. Also, just like, I don't know, as a sober person, it can be really hard when somebody goes on a raging, you know, uh, relapse. It can, it can be really hard. There's not a lot you can do for them or with them. You know, it's hard because you kind of hard to hang out without co-signing what you see as their bullshit, right? So what does it look like if for the, the um, you know, crime, the very serious crime of turfiness and, you know, other attendant reasons, you just say bye to this friend until they've come to their senses. Okay. And now, because you're asking the tarot, I will do, you know, an alternate an alternate uh, poll for you, which is like what, if you keep her in your life so that you can role model, you know, intelligence, um, reality, um, you know, a cool life <laughs> so that you can challenge uh, her bullshit so that somebody's challenging her bullshit because maybe her freaky, you know, fake tantra friends in Florida are not, you know. Um, 
So yeah, what does that look like? And then to also, you know, be somebody who is still sober and still there for her if and when she comes to her senses. So what does that look like for you? Actually, what it looks like for you is freaking exhausting, right? That's what I think. We'll see what the tarot says. Okay, getting rid of her looks freaking beautiful. Oh my God. And keeping her around looks like I thought. It's like a, a, a mental, an exercise in mental, um, an exercise in mental exercise. Okay, so here you go. Three cards for saying bye-bye to the fart. I heard, I heard um, turfs called farts once, which is feminist appropriating um, radical terrorists, which I really loved the acknowledgement that they're appropriating f- feminism, you know, for their, for their awful violence. Um, okay. So if you say bye-bye to this friend, the nine of discs gain beautiful right away. You, something you, there's like something that pays off for you that you feel good. It's Venus and Virgo. And, you know, here's the thing, like Venus is love, right. But also like Virgo is about like, keeping the boundaries, you know, keeping, keeping the order, keeping the structure, um, and keeping the essence pure, you know, and you probably feel slimed after hanging out with this person. It probably feels yucky. Right. And, and you don't need that. Um, and then the next card for saying no to this friendship is the sun. Oh my God. It's like, yeah, you know, you don't have to put up with somebody's toxic bullshit. Right. I mean, turfiness is like the height of toxicity. What, is t- what's more toxic than that? So you don't need it. And then the fool, Oof. you know, you might have people around you that are just like, oh, we need to, we need to educate her or, you know, I don't know. People don't, who don't necessarily, you know, cis people who are in a cis bubble who don't understand how, how violent and awful it is to hold those thoughts might not think it's as big of a deal. I'm thinking, cause the fool card, when it comes up often, there's some people who are just like, you're crazy. So, you know, you might, you might get some pushback, but you know, you know, in your heart that you want to jump off the cliff away from this person into, um, into some relief. <laughs> so yes. Now, if you want to keep hanging out with them because they're masochistic, you get the adjustment card, right? Which is justice. It's Libra. It's Libra. So you're trying to bring ethics and morality to this person and trying to introduce you know, uh, concepts and thoughts that balance this extreme, bizarre way of thinking. Okay. You also have the four of swords, which is called truce. It's, it's, it's a pretty, it's pretty calm mentally. So, you know, good on you that you're able to retain some calm. If you do choose to be friends with her, um, that you don't allow it to like eat at you, but also like you're having to make a truce, right? A truce comes after a conflict. So it's almost a little bit of like, we have to agree to disagree, which like, this isn't one of those issues where that's a thing. (laughs) It's like, we can agree to disagree about mushrooms, right? Like I think they're slimy and disgusting. And you think that they are, you know, an adequate replacement for I don't know, me, you know, that's fine, but not on like the humanity of, of humans. Um, your final one is the Ace of Swords. So yeah, get ready to have like a, a season of talking about this all the time with this person. So I don't know, this is a lot of swords. They're not the worst swords, obviously. So I think you are able to stay grounded if you do, um, if you do choose to keep interacting with this person. And clearly you will have a serious agenda if you do, you know, as you should. But I don't know. Go go to the light. Go to the light, Carol Ann. Go away from this person. Um, like Connor saying in the chat, this is that's an absolutely fair reason 
Transphobia is absolutely fair reason to cut off a so-called friend. Okay, let's see. Who is in? Who's got their hand up that I can help out here? 80, I'm calling on you. Um, make sure you can unmute yourself. Oh, she's giving an update. 80's giving an update. It's in the chat. I'm going to read it. The guy really put some distance between them without a true explanation. This is, we talked to 80 recently. Um, so, oh my God, I'm also seeing that Connor was talking about, <laughs> I, I, I misunder, I took Connor out of context, but he does agree that he, he was saying that, you know, having been playing Dungeons and Dragons is a fair reason to be late to the room, <laughs> to this room, but he does agree. It's also a fair reason to, uh, you know, cut off a friend. Transphobia is. Okay. So, uh, let me see what AD is saying here. There was a question about a guy recently. Um, and now she knows he's living in a sober house. Hey, and, Michelle. Hey, Michelle. I'm sorry. Hi. Oh, okay. Here you are. You. So why don't you tell us? What, give us the. Give yeah. us the counsel. What's okay. going on? All right. So last time I spoke to you, um, this guy, because you know we had only really hung out one time, and like, but from what I had gotten the vibes, he was like what I wanted and more. Of course, you know the represent representative, right? So. Mm-hmm. Every day into the next time we're seeing each other, he's texting me one day, one day left. We see each other and immediately the vibe was just a little different. It just seems like he was into his phone a little bit more, but he was still, you know, saying and doing the right things, kind of. But even to the point we got to his house where he's like telling me, don't forget that this is a turn that you make next time you come. I'm like, okay, awesome. Blows me kisses and everything. So then it's just like, this static for like two days and then when I speak to him again he's like I kind of was just off he said my approach was off-putting which I'm was very confused by that as well so since your yeah, approach was yes, off-putting even though I really wasn't engaging with him that much because he all from the immediately from the beginning he wanted it to be casual so I respected that but then it was kind of like when I respected it I wasn't giving him enough attention you know what I mean oh yeah this person sounds like they got their head up their butt yeah exactly so I've completely backed off even though he's told me he wants to see me again but it's like I don't want to deal with that type of like you know, just immaturity where you can't communicate with me. So, yeah. um, I still feel like it's my time though to like fall in love. Like I said, it's still been four years. So I guess my question uh-huh. is, whew, what if I go back to just focusing on being single and, um, bettering myself and not worry about a relationship? Okay. So what does it look like for you now in light of this new information that we have about this person that he's just like, not as, and he's like, a house. I'm sorry. I forgot that part. So, <laughs> oh, well, we forget things sometimes when we want to. Yeah. <laughs> so right? he, didn't, he didn't tell me that either until the second time I saw him. And I thought I took the news well, you know, and I don't, I mean, no one knows who he is. So I'll just tell you it, he had been addicted to fentanyl. Like and so he had been, he's been living in the sober house for 10 months. Um, and he's completely relocated states. Like he's far away from his home state. And I mean, he doesn't look like, I don't know what a person really looks like when, the, you know, they have that type of issue. But when I tell you this guy, take, he looks like, you know, one of those Instagram models. So it's like really confusing 
<laughs> well, addicts, when we're not using, we're really beautiful. So you do have to be careful about that. But listen, somebody early in there, I mean, somebody who's early in their sobriety doesn't necessarily need to be, I don't know. It's, it sounds like, I don't know, like what I can, I get an, I'm getting an idea of, of what you have to offer this person, but what does he have to offer you? You know? Um, and you sound like, you know, you want, yeah. you're feeling like it's your time to be in love. Like here's a person sending you mixed messages, you know, like doesn't want you to fall in love, but then it's like being like seductive in that particular way. And I don't like that. I don't like that. He said, he doesn't like, what did he say? Your approach? Yeah. Go to hell. What are you, my boss? I was just yeah, like, am I having that. like a work critique or something? Anyway, that's my... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let me see. What if you um, focus on being single for a moment longer? I'm picking some cards on that. Or, you know, what if you don't, but you just don't go, you know, you just stay away from this guy, you know? Like, Instagram model or no? I don't know. Like... A lot of, a lot of people who um, are addicts, like end up getting super into fitness when they get sober because, um, you know, it gives us dopamine. It gives us dopamine and it connects us to our body, you know, and we're needing that. We're needing a physical connection to ourselves and we're needing dopamine um, because we were getting all these chemicals off the drugs. So, you know, I'm sure there's people out there with more sobriety and bigger muscles. (laughs) Okay, so what does it look like for you to go back into your little, your little safety nook? No, it is not. You, we already talked about this. You can't do it, Adi. You can't do it. Is, is your name Addie or Adi? Am I saying it right? It, it's it's Adi. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm sorry I was saying it wrong. So listen, there's there is um there's a lot that's so beautiful about you just kind of retreating to your own personal space. You got the um, the three of wands, which is virtue. It's it's um, sun in Aries, um, and that is very like I'm focusing on me. All my energy is coming right into myself. You know, I'm just I'm refueling myself. So that's the first card, and then the last card is the fool. So it's this really funny like you're almost jumping back into yourself, but the center card is futility, and I just feel like. I don't know. There's something, it's so seductive and you never, it's never bad to focus on yourself. It's never bad to spend time by yourself and, and nurture yourself. So I really think that those aspects of your sort of intentional singleness, I think you should hold on to those. But I think the idea that like, you're going to go away and sort of not, not let people in, not let love in. I think that's the futility card. I don't think, you know, the futility card, its astrological placement is moon in Aquarius. And Aquarius is really radical and can be super kooky sometimes and extreme, you know, and the moon wants love. Like the moon just wants love and safety, right? And so here's Aquarius being like, that's all. We're just gonna, you know, go back into our little self-care bubble and say goodbye. But the moon is like, oh God, but I want love though. You know, I'm like a human animal with a heart and I want love like we all do. So I don't think, I think that the message there is, yeah, you, you keep up all of that, whatever that regiment or that attitude is for you, you know, with, with the self-care and the self-focus, you definitely never let go of that ever. Like that's just your life now for the rest of your life. But do you intentionally kind of keep yourself off the market? I don't think so. 
going back on the market, you have on the market. So gross. Listen to the, like the phrases that just like have colonized your brain without even, you know, you're not even conscious of it. How disgusting. Anyway, to get back out there into, into the love, the love world, you got three major arcanas, which to me is saying really powerfully, like, yes, like you should definitely not be with this guy. Um, cause he, I don't think has the ability to like, honor you the way you should be honored. You know, he's just not there. He doesn't have those skills, right? Um, maybe hopefully he's learning. People learn yeah. skills through being sober, but it takes time. Um, so for, for, for letting yourself be open to love, first you have the adjustment card, which is a Libra card. It's justice and it's Libra. Libra does want relationships, but you know, it's an intellectual card. So you are thinking like, well, what do I want? Right? you're not just throwing yourself out there blindly. You're like, what are, what am I looking for? And can I uphold those standards, you know, in the face of a hot Instagram influencer looking bod? Like, can I stick, can I stick with my own standards that I want for myself and that I know that I deserve, right? And then your next, um, your next one is the chariot. So there's you just like going for it. You're like, yeah, you know, I can, I can. And if it means I have to, you know, push my comfort level, you know, and, and have to be, you know, say no and, and, you know, not people please and not avoid conflict or an uncomfortable moment, but actually say like, no, thank you. I, that's not what I'm looking for. I mean, the chariot is great. It's, it's a yes, it's victory, but it is a chariot of war. So are you going to go out, you know, and meet your soulmate, you know, right off the bat? Probably not. You know, the chariot looks like a little bit of dating, but Sometimes, you know, being in the dating mix can really help you refine. It's like you're sparring, you know, you're like, you're building your skills a little bit um, through some interactions that are, you know, in the grand scheme of things, a little more low stakes. Your final card, I love so much. It's the sun. Okay. And, and that's where you want to be. The sun is love. The sun is Leo. It's romance. Um, it's, it's, we all want to be in the sun. So, you know, I see, I see that that is the place for you. You know, you are ready for love when you're like, this is my time. You're right. But that, that stupid thing about having to like kiss, kiss some frogs. It's real. I remember when I was like dating, like really dating as a sober person for the first time, I was like, Oh my God, I'm kissing frogs. Like, <laughs> it's so true. You know, before you find that person, cause you got to take chances on people, you know, that's, that's the name of the game. There's no way around it. But, um, you know, you don't, what you don't do when you're giving people the benefit of the doubt is you don't ignore red flags and you don't, you don't sell yourself out. You know, you don't abandon yourself. You don't abandon, you know, that all that self-care that you've done, how you've built yourself up, you protect that and you go after love. Does that make sense? Yeah. And everything you said, absolutely. It makes sense. And I appreciate it. Um, it sucks because I think the person that he was pretending to be was definitely the guy that I wanted, but that's not who he is yet. So yeah. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say yeah, you gotta be able to keep being that person, you know, beyond the first couple of dates. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But two uh -huh. weeks, boy, he couldn't hold it past two weeks. That's crazy. Um, yeah, well, good. better that than you know keeping you strung along for a few months, right? So rejection is the goddess's protection sometimes. So you just wish him well, and you know you go and find the person who's right for you. Okay, I'll keep you posted. Okay, good. Thank we you. love it. Take care. Good luck to you. I love when people come back, you know, and tell us what's going on. I love it. Um, I just want to say you're listening to Ask the Tarot. It's a live tarot room. It's here uh, on Spotify Green Room every Thursday at six o'clock on the West Coast and nine o'clock on the East Coast. I do have a very important announcement, though, besides 
don't talk to scammers. <laughs> and that is next week, we're going to do this on Wednesday. Okay. So like, you know, call in sick to work, get a babysitter, do what you have to do. I'm leaving on Thursday. I'm flying to Spain for my honeymoon. Can you believe it? And you know, if I could do this show from the airplane, I would, <laughs> but I don't think I can. That seems like a bad thing to to uh, expect to work well. So we're going to do it the day before. Um, if you love this room and you want to listen to back episodes, just go over to Spotify, search Your Magic, and it'll turn... Your Magic is my uh, podcast, which you might also enjoy, but all the Ask the Tarot's will be there as well because they're really... They're fun to listen to because we get really interesting questions like this one I'm going to read to you right now, okay? I love this one so much. I am distantly in love with a woman who makes chain mail. It is so hot. And I think about her neck tattoo. She's an alcoholic and a 30 something crust punk. And I'm sure it's a bad idea. I also will never be cool enough for her. I am also in love with my friend who is a painter. She is hot because she is smart and she looks at me a long time. I am also in love <laughs> with a longtime college friend. She is a trust fund. She is a trust fund brat but also carries an ethereal beauty and aesthetic torque that has owned my body and soul for eight years. Oh my God, can we just pause and tell this person, please write your book? Like, oh, I mean, whatever. Who cares about these girls? Like, like whoa, your writing is so good. And like, use these muses, okay? All right, anyway, let's continue. I also love my boyfriend <laughs> who has very little idea that I fantasize about girls all the time. He's a cis male with a rare ability to appreciate my ball-busting feminist tendencies, plus other, other flaws. I don't know that that's a flaw, Quarant, but okay. I don't know what to do. Things are getting serious with the boyfriend, but I also acknowledge after a long struggle of internalized homophobia from close family and community that I'm having and have had these strong feelings and fantasies for some female friends for a long, long time. They haunt me daily. So my question for the tarot is, do I stay with my loyal, patient, caring, silly, financially generous cis male boyfriend who loves me a lot and that my family thinks I should, I'm insane for breaking up with? Or do I break up with him and explore my long secret desire to be with interesting, intellectually arousing lesbian lovers? Oh my God. Like, this is a question that puts me out of business, y'all. Like, duh. Like, I mean, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Disclaimer, I don't know if any of the women I have listed would be with me back, but I wonder if there are other fascinating female fish in the sea. Oh my God, girl, there's nothing but fascinating female fish in the sea. Are you kidding me? Oh, and you've got the eyes to see it. Oh my gosh, like you've got, you've got that romantic poet's gaze. Oh, you're going to find nothing but female fish. P.S. My family would be so disappointed if I was gay. You know something that might be true, but I bet not nearly as disappointed as you'll be in their homophobia. Am I right? Like flip that shit. It's not okay. Um, there are high hopes that I will breed with a man. I'm sorry. That's disgusting. <laughs> I just only know that term from pornography. And so I just don't even understand your family right now. Um, oh my God. You should have high hopes that they deal with their homophobia and start a P flag, uh, you know, spot in your town. Um, and she ends with, I'm a Leo sun, Gemini rising, Sag moon, Virgo, Venus. Oh, wow. You are so fun. That Sag moon. I'm feeling that Sag moon. Wow. You guys, I mean, obviously 
listen, this is what I'm reading for. It's like, do you stay with your your boyfriend who does sound incredible? Okay, like I love a dude like this. He sounds like one of those, you know, cool dudes um, that are out there, those cool straight cis dudes that sadly always end up getting dumped when their girlfriends leave them for, uh, you know, another, you know, woman or queer or something, right? Um, it's a type, it's a type. Um, so listen, you're not going to stay with this person forever because this, you know, this queerness that's inside of you is so gorgeous and radiant and explosive. Like, you know, you're not going to be able to, to sit with it. Um, so what we really are asking is, are you ready to do it right now? This is a question about right now. So what does it look like for you, um, right now to stay a little longer, to hide out a little longer with your very sweet boyfriend who, by the way, it's not exactly fair that he doesn't get to be with his dream person who is maybe a little less gay than you, right? Um, or listen, okay, oh God, I want to pick so many different cards for this person. Okay, but what does it look like to stay? I just also want to say like, you can also maybe talk to your boyfriend about this, right? Maybe you, he can be your, your, right? He can be your training wheels. I had a boyfriend like that. He was my like training wheel boyfriend. And we were like, we like made out with girls together when I was like 20. He was very cute. Um, he was one of those boys who had a lot of lesbian girlfriends. So, okay. What does it look like for you to be like, nah, nope. I am going to go out and find some fascinating female fish. You know, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to do it. I'm going to just, you know, follow my heart. Cause this is our one human life, you guys, we are all spiritually minded, philosophical people. We all know that we don't really know what comes after this. This could be it. This could be it. Um, and we are so lucky to be here, you know, in our little human bodies and get to experience each other. So you got to chase down, you know, I mean, you are definitely like a solid queer with that crush on the alcoholic crusty punk. I mean, if that isn't a rite of passage, what is this is very interesting you guys it's very interesting obviously i just want this person to you know run away and join the queer circus but the tarot has different advice so um staying with your boyfriend yes but okay the very first card that comes up is disappointment right the five of cups this is your disappointment okay this isn't his disappointment you're staying with him and you know because of that you're having to let go of what's truly in your heart from what it sounds like. So that's going to have an emotional toll on you. But then you actually have these two great cards. Um, the next one is the 10 of discs, wealth. There's your generous, <laughs> there's your boyfriend's generosity. But what I'm really looking at more than anything is the star, okay? Because the star very much is ruling. It, it, it feels to me like a ruler of this question, you know, because the star wants us to be radical and follow our most radical dreams, our most radical visions, um, and lift everybody up into a higher consciousness through it, right? So, you know, you coming out to your boyfriend, which I think this is what this is saying, like, yes, you can stay with him, but you absolutely have to come out with him. It's going to give you deeper access to your wildest dreams, okay? And you're going to raise his consciousness in the process, which is a, a, which is going to be good for him. Um, it's not fair to keep this information from him. It's not fair to either of you, and that's what that disappointment card is. Um, also, you know, when you when you do talk to him about it, 
you know, he might be hurt at first. You might have to like give him, you know, he might not be like, wow, you like girls. That's amazing. Excellent. He might feel confused or like you've been lying to him like a dupe, you know, so give him some space because it looks like you guys do come back together. Um, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I feel like such an enemy of queer people everywhere. I'm just reporting what I'm seeing in the tarot here for you to, you know, bust out right now and follow your gay dreams. It looks, it doesn't look as awesome as staying with your, your boyfriend for the moment. Uh, first you get the princess of wands, which is very admirable. She's lovely. She's on fire. She's facing her fears. She's following her gut intuition. She's got the tiger by the tail. I mean, she's just wonderful and beautiful. And, and that is you, you know, embracing who you really are being honest about yourself and just jumping into it. Then you get the adjustment card, the justice card. That's kind of, you know, a little bit of a, a buzzkill, you know what I mean? To get the adjustment card after this rush of pure energy and passion. Um, and then it's like, you got to tone it down. Then you're having to think, okay, well now what do I do? You know, I have to, um, you know, how am I going to talk about it? What's right? What's wrong? What's the right way to do it? How do I balance it? Certainly these are questions that are waiting for you regardless, right? They're going to come for you. You're going to have to figure this out. But the final card in this pool is the four of cups, that luxury card. It's not a good card in the top deck. It's, it's a little emotionally unstable. It's like, it's a little icky, you know? Um, we just had it. It just came up for somebody, um, for Kelsey. Right. And it's a sort of like, oh no, you know, it's not, it's not right. So I don't like this. I mean, this is a monumental thing for you to you know, to express yourself in this way and deal with the consequences of it that were, will be present in your, in your community. And I just want to see bigger cards that are giving you, that, that are showing me that you've got the energy to do it right now. It looks like what you, you have the energy to do right now is to come out to your boyfriend and, and start implementing some changes in your relationship. Okay. Even if it's just about getting real, you know, um, I don't, yeah, that's what you've got the energy for right now. Um, and more will be revealed. Okay. Yeah. Oh my God. I just, I was like, is more going to be revealed for this person? And I just picked the tower card. Yeah, girl, you're not going to get into your, into your fun gay life without walking through the tower. So it's really okay to take your time and to build your strength and to pick your battles. Um, but it seems like this, this lovely, boyfriend of yours is going to be your first ally. Good luck to you. Oof. Is that one or what? Okay. Who else is here? Who else is here? Glory. Hello, Glory. Um, you are muted. So unmute yourself so we can chat. Sometimes it takes a minute. Sometimes it's hard to find where the mute button is. Sometimes you have to like refresh your page. Um, I'm going to give it another moment. Um, hmm. you guys, I made lentil meatballs for dinner and they're waiting for me downstairs and I never want this room to end because I love it so much, but I am. Oh, I am. oh hello. Hi. 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 I'm so sorry. I don't know what happened. Oh, it's okay. It, it's, it, it happens. Um, there's a little echo of my voice. So, um, when I'm, when I'm talking, maybe mute. But I'll shut up right now and you tell us what what you'd like to know from the tarot. Thank you. Um, so it's funny that 
the question about um, the last writer who is um, sounds like they're bi just came in because um, I'm also bi and um, my current boyfriend is bi. And um, a couple of months ago, I found that out about him. I didn't know it previously. And um, I found it out in a really unfortunate way. Um, I found, like, he, he told me that he downloaded a dating app for men and, you know, started to go and meet with a guy and then changed his mind um, and came clean to me about it. And it's, it's just been this really big um, emotional upheaval, to say the least. But um, we've, you know, I debated breaking up with him for a long time. We've been in counseling um, for the past couple of months. And things have gotten a lot better. Um, he's been, you know, very remorseful and very committed again and um you know like I think he felt similar things to what the previous writer was feeling um and has kind of resolved those feelings throughout these past couple of therapy sessions and all the work that we've done together um anyway I am at a a bit of a crossroads in my life um, I feel like I've done a lot of things and emotionally I didn't know I was capable of doing in this relationship. I always assumed I would just leave if somebody was ever unfaithful to me. And I've ended up putting in a lot of work, made a lot of breakthroughs. Um, and I feel more optimistic about this relationship for the first time in a while, but I'm just wondering about our future together and if we have one, um, if that was the purpose of us reconciling or if it was maybe to just get, you know, some kind of emotional closure from me. Um, so I guess I'm just seeking some guidance in terms of what to do, um, regarding this relationship from here, if I should keep pursuing it and what does that look like? Um, or if maybe, you know, I've, I've gotten the closure that I can have and it's time to move on. Okay. I hear all of that. Thank you so much for sharing such a vulnerable story. And, um, you know, it's, I don't know, I guess it's maybe not the most common story in the world, but in my, to me, it feels like a very common story. I mean, people, so many people um, have desires that, you know, fall outside the realm of heterosexual and pretty much everyone is raised to have that be not, not okay. So these desires get stamped down until somebody's, you know, suddenly finding themselves, you know, on grinder behind the person they love's back because there's so much shame um, and repression at work. So I have so much admiration for both of you, you know, for, um, for your partner, for coming clean to you about it, you know, and for you, um, you know, pushing your, your edges in the relationship. Um, but yeah, I hear what you're saying that there's like, there's still a, a feeling of uncertainty 
So I'm going to, okay, this next little shuffle will be, what does it look like for you to stay in it, you know, and to kind of keep, keep together with this person after you've gone through so much and see what, what the future holds for you. And versus, you know, is this, you know, supposed to be something else? Is, was this, you know, something, a relationship that is, that you're meant to leave? Um, so I'm going to pick three cards on that as well. Okay. All right, so let's see. Huh. So interesting. Um, this is seems like a this is a major turning point for you. Um, what you take away from this is going to be pretty huge. Um, you know, regardless if you stay or go. And there's certainly benefits to both, okay? Um, but each <laughs> each read each poll has two major arcanas in it, which is telling me like, whoa, this is major for you. And you can even hear it in your voice, right? But so staying, staying in this relationship, your two major arcana cards are the priestess and the magician. That is so beautiful. I mean, the priestess is so much about like looking at what is hidden, looking at what is underneath. It's, she's an excavator, you know, she wants us to know ourselves so well. Um, and I feel like, you know, to have her kind of be a sort of, you know, patron guide of, of your connection with your partner is very beautiful. It means that you guys will be looking honestly at who you are and why you are who you are. Um, it's also, you know, the priestess in a very contemporary way, I think, is a stand-in for therapy. So I love that you guys are availing yourself of that tool. I think that's going to be really good. Um, but, you know, she just allows things to develop. She allows things to be what they are. Um, and, you know, I just did a workshop about the priestess um, on our Patreon. And she's she the key to the priestess is transcending duality, right? And it's very mystical and it can be very puzzling and feel very paradoxical sometimes. But I think there is something to um, how she wants us to transcend duality and you're in a relationship that's also wanting you to transcend a sort of binary, right? Um, so I think that's really cool. And then the magician, you know, while the priestess is really internal, right? A lot of internal work. The magician is very external and he's like, okay, well now, like what changes are we going to make in our life? Like, what does this look like? What kind of a relationship do we want? What do we want to manifest? It's joyful. It's about taking agency. It's like you taking your agency, um, and, you know, about, you know, I don't know, just taking responsibility for your desires, your partner taking responsibility for his desires, figuring out how to meet where you guys meet up, right? Here's the thing, though, okay? In the middle, there is a rough card. It's a minor arcana card. So to me, um, in, a, in a way, it doesn't um, hold a candle to the beauty and power of the majors. And yet, it's an important message that the, that the tarot wants you to be thinking about. It's the Eight of Cups. It's called indolence. It's about neglect. It's about emotional neglect, okay? So in the midst of this, you know, if you do choose to stay, and it does look like there's a lot of power in choosing to stay and, and create a whole new relationship, you must, you must not neglect aspects of yourself or things that you want. You know, it's, it can't be about, um, oh, I'm just going to ride this out and see what happens. It's like you need to really um, be have agency and be, and be a voice in creating this. Um, and yeah, you can't, there's, you know, something might get shuffled. You might have to look at different things and, and say, how much did I prioritize that? How important is it really? But make sure you're really being honest because, you know, if something really is important to you and you're saying that it's not like, that's gonna, 
come back and bite you on the butt. It's going to bite both of you guys on the butt. So, so that's what staying looks like. Leaving is really interesting. I mean, for leaving, the very first card is the chariot. It's like, don't let the door, you know, hit you on the butt on the way out. You're like, I'm out of here. Room. I mean, you can definitely, you can leave, right? And it would make sense. It would make a lot of sense um, for you to, to do that. Um, it would make a lot of emotional sense for you. It's a cancer card. So, you know, that's interesting. It makes me think of a couple things. It's like, um, are you... Um, in leaving your partner as a result of, you know, as a consequence of what happened, are you saying that even though you're bisexual, you don't want your partner to be bisexual? Um, is there, you know, is it sort of like you have a vision of what you want your relationship to look like that you're really stuck with? You know, cancers have their, there's this, um, the tenacity of cancers is great. And then the shadow side is really hanging on to things that um, maybe it's time to let go of. So you don't want to leave in resentment. You want to look at your reasons for leaving, but damn, yeah, you can leave and it wouldn't be bad for you, right? You you go right into the success card is the card that's waiting for you. Um, six of discs, moon and Taurus, like feeling emotionally secure. Um, I think this is speaking to how emotionally insecure the, you know, the, the near, you had like a near infidelity experience. Right. Um, and that really rattled you. And like the, there is something about this path of leaving where you get to kind of regain your equilibrium and sort of, you know, ground down either into yourself or I don't, you know, any future partners you have where you feel like maybe there's something that, um, there's something about them that you can trust. Um, but then the final card is the devil. So, it's interesting, right? The devil card at the end. Um, it makes me feel like you leaving is sort of like a running away from something sort of a situation because ultimately you're running into the devil. And, you know, the devil is a great teacher. The devil can be fun. But I don't know that that's, you know, if this was meant to show you like, oh, if you leave, you're going to run into the, you know, you'll, you're, you're running into a really beautiful, fun, sexy future there's other cards you would have gotten, right? You could have gotten the sun card or something, but you got the devil. So it's sort of like you can run, but you can't hide, you know? The devil is Capricorn, it's Saturn, and it's sort of like limitations. Like, um, so I, I really think that, I really think there's something really important for you to sort out um, with with your partner. Does that resonate? Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was that was so powerful and it really... Um, it really just put into words a lot of the things that I think I've had swirling around in my mind and just didn't know how to voice. Um, so thank you so much. That that really meant a lot to me. You're so welcome. And, you know, honestly, like people don't get like, people don't, don't get big congratulations for, you know, doing really hard emotional work <laughs> on themselves, right? It's so It's so private. Nobody really throws you a party at the office for it. But, you know, really pat yourself on the back for, for, you know, dealing with all this stuff and your boyfriend too. Like, it's so, it's so cool. And oh my God, if everybody did the work that you guys are doing, I mean, people, you know, we'd have a planet full of self-actualized, honest and happy human beings. Right. Um, so I wish you both so much luck and, and, um, you know, insight and clarity. Yeah. Thank you so much. I appreciate it so, so much. That was amazing. Okay. I'm so glad. Take care of yourself. Wow. You guys, we're all living very 
very intense lives, aren't we? Um, and sometimes just being honest about who we are can be the hardest thing. Look at me, I'm providing a takeaway for this episode because it really felt like, wow, there was a, a bit of a theme here, huh? Um, thank you all for being such amazing, um, you know, Ask the Tarot community members. Thank you for the lively chat. Thanks for your questions. I'm so sorry that I can't get to all of you. Um, we will do this again next Wednesday. Um, oh, one more little note. I had a computer, like, brain fart. My computer just had a horrible glitch, and I actually lost a bunch of um, Instagram questions that had come in. So if you had, if you've, you know, Instagrammed me a question in the past month, I would say, there's a good chance I don't have it anymore. And I'm so sorry for that. I don't, I still don't understand what happened, but it was like uh, something quit on my computer and things weren't saved and I lost it. So um, send it again. Maybe there's an update. Who knows? Wait, Connor's saying next week will be the last week for a while. Well, that's sad. We will miss you, Connor. You're such a great part of, of the chat. And thank you for being here. Um, Juliana, I see you have a question. Um, you can either come back next week and raise your hand or you can shoot me an Instagram. I'm at Michelle Tease, T-E-A-Z. And uh, I'll do my best to get to it. And that goes for everybody who's wondering how, how to get their tarot cards read by me. Okay, I wish you all a wonderful week. Good night. Hello, friends. Remember to catch Ask the Tarot Live every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern on Spotify Greenroom. You can join me for a journey through the cycles of life, love, and aspiration in real time. Just download the Spotify Greenroom app, sign up for free, or use your Spotify login to join the conversation. Then you'll be able to hear live readings, meet super interesting people, and even ask the tarot questions of your own. Download Spotify Greenroom for free today and join Ask the Tarot Live every Thursday. 